0: here's a message from ken Lavica.
1: i have one question for giants fans did you sleep at all last night after that coquel hit the open on your mark get it.
0: You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program.
2: No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool.
0: Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. Stream the show on the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speaker. (laughs) Turn it up! <laughs> Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. Are you crying? Oh, my Lord. I am sorry, honey. Please don't. Could you get your daddy on the phone? Don't hang up, please. I... From the NHR and Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. <laughs>
1: Coquel. everyone here at ESPN West Palm needs something except us, okay? Stop whining about everything. Sorry. You're so needy. You're so needy. Don't you know Mike Tannenbaum needs things? Don't you know Josh needs things? Stop asking questions. Ken LeVick Alive featuring Coquel here on a Friday on ESPN 106.3. Free ESPN app and on your smart speaker in the end of John Levine, Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, right off of the hot and steamy and increasingly annoying Intracoastal here oh, until 1 o'clock on ESPN Shots 106. at the Intracoastal? Wow. Giants fans, there's no way you slept last night. There is absolutely no way that you were able to get anything resembling a good night's sleep after what we saw last night. That is as gut-wrenching a loss as you're going to suffer as a fan of an NFL team. The Giants lose to Washington 30-29 to in a game that they should have won three different times, uh... including, uh, could you tell me what the background, Coquel, the background of Giants head coach Joe Judge was before he became the head coach? He was a special teams coach. Oh, special teams. Wait, is that? uh, Yeah, that's ultimately where the Giants lost the game because the simplest thing that you can do uh, when you're trying to defend a field goal attempt is stay on sides. You know what makes it doubly important? When you're trying to stay on sides. Again, something that's not difficult to do on what is the final play of the game. Or when you're lined up right in
2: front of the ball. Like right in front of the ball. Yeah, when
1: you're right in front of the ball. The guy who is over the ball is called for an offside. And you can't rush the center anyway, so no, where, where, no, no, where are you going? going? What are you doing? What, what, what <laughs> is going through your mind? You, you know what makes it even worse is when you line up offsides and the kicker misses the game-winning field goal, and then your offsides gives him another chance and five yards closer, and then he ends up making the kick, and you lose the game Oh, boy. In fact, why don't we use some audio evidence to relive what took place on that final play? So, uh, I just want to make sure that we're properly setting the scene, okay? Uh, Just a couple of seconds left. And uh, New York is up 29-27. Taylor Heineke, with just under two minutes left to go, drives Washington down the field. Taylor Heineke, who is the backup to Ryan Fitzpatrick, he drives his team down the field. What didn't help the case was New York, an offside, giving Washington a first down earlier in the drive. And then, as you get to the final seconds, Dexter Lawrence, who is lined up over the ball on the field goal attempt. Poor Dex. That Dustin Hopkins had lined up, Hopkins misses, and uh, you have an offsides on Dexter Lawrence. So then you get a second chance. And this, courtesy of Fox and the NFL Network, is what happened. Good snap, good
0: hold. Kick is good. Washington wins it.
1: So there's no way after that. There's no way after that that Giants fans are sleeping because then you add to it this arguable, what will go down as touchdown of the year with over four minutes left, Taylor Heineke, again, Taylor Heineke with an incredible throw. I mean, a ridiculous throw. (laughs) The Heiney face. There's the face nickname again. This was the throw that gave Washington its second-to-last lead of the game, which I'm telling you, he had no business completing. He showed poise. This is a guy who almost left football altogether, and he, after a pump fake, delivers an absolute laser to Ricky Seals-Jones in the corner of the end zone. This was the touchdown of the year to this point, and it might be the touchdown of the year all season long.
0: First and ten, Heideke. Looks right, throws toward the end zone. Jump ball, Corey!
2: Jones Touchdown, Washington!
1: Unbelievable! That is the Washington Football Team radio network. But the Giants weren't dead. Daniel Jones showing poise, and the the Giants offensive line, who Kokel, I think thought, I think played pretty well last, last game. Night. They played all things considered. Saquon Barkley looked good at times last night. Daniel Jones marches you. Down the field. Sneaky fast that day. Sneaky Jones. fast. Um, but a couple of false start penalties against the Giants with them. But
2: they ran laps in the summer <laughs> for making mistakes.
1: A third down and seven that could have helped the Giants bleed the rest of the clock, leading to what would have been a game-winning field goal, and Daniel Jones with a very poor throw. It's incomplete. The Giants have to settle for the field goal with just under two minutes left to go to take the two-point lead, and that's what led the the Taylor Heineke heroics and the awful special teams play from the Giants. That hurts. That's gut-wrenching. That is pit in your stomach. That is, I keep replaying it through my head. I don't know how I can sleep now. We're 0-2. Daniel Jones clearly isn't my franchise quarterback, and it's time to look for another guy. That's
2: how you're feeling if you're a Giants fan. I thought Daniel Jones looked good. That's the best I've ever seen him play. I mean, minus the interception. He lost to Taylor Heineke. I know, but he played well. I think they just need to realize his strengths. Do the read game even more? Like, he's fast. He looked faster than Saquon
1: Barkley At what point, though, do you say, oh, sometime down the road, uh, Daniel Jones will win that game? He'll win a game like that. Because you're running into Sam Darnold territory
2: I mean, my kids lost sleep last night because of it, because I was laughing so hard on my couch. (laughs) Giants fans,
1: did you sleep last night? And, in fact, I want to know, when's the last loss? That made you lose sleep. 888-760-3776. 760 3776 and uh, we are textable and tweetable at ESPN West Palm. Don't text me, actually. I don't want 6, to see 3, any text 1, from 4 you. 432 know. Did you, 1, did Shoot you me just a text. give your? Did you just give your? What are you doing? You said we're textable. You are I'm so a man reckless. of the people. Oh my god! Okay, not believe well, you just did that. Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Uh, and uh, again, if eight, you eight, want eight, Ken's number, no eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight eight eight, eight seven six zero three seven seven six. What is the last loss that made you lose? Sleep? Ken, you're a 630 number. That's
2: weird. I'm 631, you're 630. Stop.
1: So when is And then 7? All right, you need to stop this now. <laughs> I'm getting I actually getting legitimately angry. 8653. St- okay, thank you. <laughs> That's not you. your number. <laughs> no. Um but for me it was US men's soccer and the loss at Trinidad and Tobago that kept them out of the last World Cup. I tried to lay down, I was up till like 2am mad tweeting, (laughs) and then I tried to go to sleep, shut my eyes, and I slept for maybe 45 minutes, and that was it. Um, I nearly had a lose sleep sports incident with the Field of Dreams game after Liam Hendricks' White Sox closer melted down and the Yankees blasted their way into the lead in that ninth inning. If it wasn't for Tim Anderson, that would have been a loss that caused me to lose sleep. Don't be ashamed of this, because I've seen on social media today at ESPN West Palm, some people say, I don't lose sleep, it's just sports. Uh-uh. One, I'm not buying it, and two, it's not just sports. This is an identity. This is tribalism, okay? This is something that you put your heart and your soul and your rooting interest into. I'm truly not buying that even though you're a grown person, you haven't lost sleep over one of your teams suffering a brutal loss. So for me, it's U.S. soccer missing out on the World Cup, an improbable, inexplicable loss to Trinidad and Tobago, but I had a close call with that Field of Dreams game. And again, Tim Anderson let me sleep very, very well that night, turns out, when the White Sox came back to beat the
2: Yankees. Coquel, what about you? What's a loss that made you lose sleep? The one I go back to most is a long time ago. It was on, I believe it was Thanksgiving. It was the Jets lost a game that really just defined where they were, and there was an ordinary fumble that just happened to be running into the back of a center by Mark Sanchez. It's an ordinary fumble. People fumble all the time. Oh, know. you mean the,
1: the one of the butt variety? It's a normal fumble. Yeah, No, he ran into but someone's just, butt.
2: Just knowing where that was, and I took my Sanchez jersey off. I was at a bar on Long Island. I threw it on the bar, <laughs> and it literally slid down the bar and made a left turn somehow and went right into the bar's garbage can. And I was like, you know what? I don't care anymore. It's destiny. And I was just so mad at the organization. Everything about that game made me lose sleep. That, and weirdly, because I'm a Jets fan, Lamar losing in the playoffs – I think it's more because it just gives the dopes ammo to attack Lamar, who just, used, you know, it's like, racially coded things like you'll hear sometimes on this air about um like he can't figure out the defenses or he's not smart enough to do it. And it's just so dumb that they don't realize what they're saying or they do and they're allowed to still say it. Yeah. But like giving them that ammo, it just eats at me. It eats at me that people are allowed to attack someone who's so good at the sport. Uh, and uh, so that that was Thanksgiving night, right? Yes. So
1: that just killed your entire yeah, holiday. The turkey
2: sleep just oh, got man. overrun
1: by adrenaline of anger. Uh huh. That's the thing. Like it's it's anger and then it's disappointment. Have you have you cried? When's the last time you cried after a loss? <sighs> Has it been when you were a kid, or did, have you cried during a professional like sports it. loss? I don't like. I
2: don't like to talk about it. But but please do. John Stark shooting a three in the NBA finals and Akeem Elijah on blocking it in game six. <laughs> Knicks lose, then he goes two for eighteen the next uh, night or the next game. Back uh-huh. to back back to back nights of tears. Uh-huh. I just put myself Back to y-
1: back nights?
2: Yeah, because games so I okay, was so then they won the die, title. diehard Starks fan, and he had like a Jordan like performance. Came off a pick and roll with Ewing, could have dumped it down, shot the three, it would have went in because he had hit seven threes in that quarter, and Elijah on stupidly absurdly long finger got a piece of it. And then he went out the next night or the next game and shot two for eighteen. And everybody's like, Starks is a bum. He's not clutch. I'm like, did you not see the fourth quarter of <laughs> the And I cried. Oh, my my mom's like, wait, are you going to bed? And I didn't want my family to see me cry, so I just put myself in bed.
1: <laughs> when is the last loss that caused you to legitimately lose sleep? 888-760-3776. 888 888-760- 760 Three seven seven six. Jonathan Frazier at ESPN West Palm tweets: Christian Leitner the shot against Kentucky, and no, I can I, see that. I
2: never think of that from Kentucky's point of view. I know, like ever until just right now. You
1: get so caught up in the Coach K mystique. You get so caught up in Christian Leitner. You get so caught up in the Vern Lundquist call.
2: Imagine but, how terrible that is for Kentucky fans. I've never thought of it from their point of view. How do
1: you? overcome that. I think I
2: would stop watching sports.
1: Yeah, like just just think of some of the improbable endings. Like for Falcons fans, 28-3, to 3, all of Atlanta, that is a sleepless, terrible night. It's one thing to go to the Super Bowl, you're excited, then to have the Super Bowl wrapped up and you lose it like that. But that also too... Whoa.
2: What J- about Jets AFC Championship against the Broncos? Up at halftime, me calling my brother, screaming, "We're going to the Super Bowl!" On his voice, or wait, actually wait, wait. His answering machine. You back jumped then. the gun like that? Well, they were up and they were going to the Super Bowl. The team was good at the halftime, and then that bum Keith Byers. That's right, I said it. Former Boca Raton teacher. <laughs> I hate him because of it. I hate him. I hate him so much. He fumbled trying to jump and do a flip over someone. He's actually a really nice guy, but he had he fumbled, and, he, and I just get so mad. Uh, so mad, buyers. Why? Just hold on to the ball. Two arms.
1: Eric in Jupiter tweet, uh, the Jets made him cry in an AFC championship, but it was 2010 in the AFC title game against the Steelers.
2: Oh, that game did That's what made him cry. Maybe I was already jaded by that point. I didn't expect much out of that game. You were just sort of. And think they blown okay. out that game? Yeah,
1: but think about it. That was their first AFC title game since the one that you are referencing. Buyers. Byers! <laughs> The last sporting event, the last loss that you took that made you lose sleep eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Uh, Mick tweets Dodgers Astros World Series Game Five. So you recall that the Astros won that World Series. That was a walk off win. Uh, for the Astros a walk-off home run that was the infamous yes there were garbage cans apparently involved in that one even though I still don't think that changed the entire complexity of Of the series (laughs) Uh, of the league Um, uh, but yeah I I could see where that is uh, that that is that is sleep losing Jordan Benzema tweets uh, I never lose sleep because outside of those playing professionally it's just a game see I don't buy that that's so lame. I do not buy that. You, to me, you're not actually a true, real sports fan unless there's the possibility that you lose sleep. Yeah, or you don't feed your really kids because you're so mad because they lost. <laughs> but take it. Take, that's that's right. Any good sports fan takes it out on their children. Uh, what um, what does it say though about me that I nearly let a regular
2: season baseball game keep me from sleeping well? It well, says you're from a second rate city and you're jealous of New York. That's what it says? I mean, I mean, look at the game you were worried about. You yeah. know, you know your pizza's worse. <laughs> Josh Friedman. Your improv comedy's worse. Frito, stop. What are you talking about? Most
1: of uh, New York's Outstanding improv comedy. I can't believe you sucked me into this argument. Comes from Chicago. I'm so ashamed of myself. Josh Friedman uh, tweets, when the Cubs blew a 2-0 series lead, lost three straight to the Padres in the 84 National League Championship Series. I was 22. Not only did I lose sleep, but I'm not embarrassed to admit it, I cried over this. Oh, that Tony Gwynn game. I, I do. I actually think that that was a um, uh, a Steve Clark game. Uh, <laughs> I, do, I do really, truly enjoy... Frito, but you know what my first reaction was to hearing his recollection of what he lost sleep over joy because cubs fans don't <laughs> deserve any joy at all you know what also was a banner night that made me sleep outstanding bartman Okay? Really? Absolutely. Oh, that guy's whole life. First of all, I that have, guy needs to
2: get over it too.
1: Well, that Department. no, that guy did get over it. The problem is Cubs fans need to get over it. They're the ones trying to find him and harass him. Yeah, he this,
2: disappeared. He should have just enjoyed it and embraced it.
1: No, he was receiving death threats. Yeah. There's nothing to embrace. They were real, unlike Jim McElwain. They were like gonna, they were actual death threats.
2: I know a couple people from Chicago. They're not going to do anything. <laughs> oh yeah, there's no follow through.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, I. I have zero sympathy for Cubs fans. I mean, absolutely zero sympathy no matter what for Cubs fans. Bartman made me laugh. Bartman made me cheer. Bartman made me think about all the I, things that are good in the world. I also didn't I'm feel bad petty. for him
2: because who wears their headphones like that at a game? Like, come on, just watch the game. You don't need to play by playing your ears. Would you stop? Why are you taking
1: the death threat side of this <laughs> entire thing? He
2: deserves it for wearing a for wearing headphones. Yeah, he deserves. You got that good of seats, and you're gonna wear headphones. What do you need someone to tell you what's happening? You're basically sitting on the field, Bartman. <laughs> Three and D. <laughs> I ran a I ran a uh, 10k once in a Bartman shirt, but it was like Bart you ran Simpson. a 10k. I think is that the five? Which one's the uh, six mile one? That is a 10k. Yeah, and a six point one miles and a Bartman shirt. It's a don't have a cow, dude. Oh, you're cool. Uh, three indeed
1: tweets. Uh, the worst was the 2003 Fiesta Bowl. I was up all night at 4 a.m. I decided to just get out of bed because even nodding off wasn't gonna happen. Yeah, for Canes fans, that one is rough. That one is really like that's another one. How do you get over that? How long does it take you to get over yeah, that's something tough. like that? How long does it take you to get over 28 to three? How long does it take you to now now Seattle? The, oh, Russell Wilson, threw, but think about it, though. It was the year before they had won a championship. So does that take the sting off a little bit?
2: Not for me, because we had to listen to Evan Cohen talk about the Patriots. Like That was the biggest thing, right? You're talking about that game yeah. with the Patriots interception. Like yeah. Knowing that Evan was going to go on the air the next day and talk about the Patriots even more winning. I was so excited. I had tweet, tweets and texts ready to fire off at him after the Seattle one. And L.O.B. had beaten the mighty Patriots, and then that interception happened. I had to delete everything and <laughs> you had, just not listen to the radio you for a month. had
1: tweets all lined up, yeah, ready I was to ready go.
2: to go firing at him. And yeah. I knew he wouldn't respond, but I knew deep down he'd get him, even though <laughs> he unfollowed me and still hasn't followed me back. The,
1: uh, the the losses that made you lose sleep, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. We are busy on social media on this Friday. Yesterday during uh, Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, red light, green light, I said that a loss by the Giants would mean the beginning of the end, the true beginning of the end for Daniel Jones. I still stand by that. I know that you say he played well last he looked night. Good. He good. He was serviceable in moments, absolutely. But in that type of game, you need to make that throw on third and seven. You need to get a first down, and you need to put your team in a position to milk down the clock, hit the game-winning field goal with like 14, 15 seconds left and go from there. Championship caliber quarterbacks do that. So, but you remember for Heineke? Did you hear what I just played? At the Heineke interception that yeah. set up the Giants with two sixteen left to go at the twenty yard line, and Daniel Jones couldn't do anything with that.
2: That's terrible. Couldn't, but do he any- looks so good. Did you see him running the ball?
1: Yeah, that's not going to be
2: what <laughs> what sells him to the Giants the rest of the world. I mean, Gettleman seems like a running quarterback type of guy.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, he loves that. He absolutely loves that for sure. I just there there is something about Daniel Jones that is missing. That's just not dynamic Facial
2: expressions?
1: (laughs) Facial expressions are definitely missing, yes. When you draft a quarterback based solely on the fact that he makes the same weird expressionless looks like your previous quarterback who won two Super Bowls, not great. That's probably not a great way to go, Gettleman. Uh, But I just, I feel like at this point, it's sort of like Sam Darnold. Without the excessive, terrible coaching, that it's time for a change of scenery. The Giants need to start looking to move on, and
2: Daniel Jones needs to start looking to move on. Daniel Jones is still getting a free pass from a lot of the Giants fans because I'm from New York, so it might my back. My well, stepdad, it's easy. My did cover... you just say
1: offensive line.
2: Nope. Saquon Barkley's up. There it is. There nope, it is. they're going is after the Saquon. One? That's the... the guy. Why did we draft a running back so high? You okay. don't pay a running back. Let's get rid of Saquon.
1: That's a legitimate argument to be
2: made, though. Why did you take Saquon Barkley... So high. Because he's so dynamic. I would have taken him too. I love that draft pick.
1: But I am, I I do come from the, and Evan Cohen, who you hear every day, uh, commercial free 5 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3, I, I do go to the Evan Cohen School of Running Backs, and that is, why would I take a running back in the first round? Why would I take a running back in the first round when I can get someone who's probably, maybe not his equal, but very close to him in any other round of the draft? The Giants could have... I don't know, gone and gotten a tackle. The Giants could have gone and found a tight end, someone to help Daniel Jones. But instead, they went with Barkley, who, yeah, he's a good player, but it's very, very hard to judge him still because he's been made of plaster. And their O-line is terrible. And the O-line is terrible. That's that's the issue. They've spent the whole time trying to retool the offensive line since Dave Gettleman got there, to no avail. Yeah, maybe it's Gettleman who needs to go. I think that that's probably if this continues, this is Gettleman, this is
2: it for Gettleman. Do you trade Barkley? I mean, the trade deadline is that Barkley is. It, if you're a team that's borderline, Barkley can change your team.
1: But does that save Gettleman's job if you trade Barkley for a first rounder, so he can say, "Oh, let me pick another first rounder." Do you really want the Giants to have Gettleman make another first round selection for you? Like, what has what has been the most promising thing Dave Gettleman has done? But he's such a giant type of. GM,
2: like the way their organization is. But is maybe that-
1: that's why the Giants suck. Yeah, I don't because know what 100% being is. like the Giants now means that you are living twenty
2: years ago. Yeah, and their fan base is doing the same thing. That's why they like them. I'm saying he may stay. They like Joe Judge. They like the idea of him running laps after music just to make sure guys don't jump off sides. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, wait. That
1: happened. Joe Judge is literally a special teams coach, and last night, literally, his special teams jumped offside on a missed field goal that w- would have won the Giants the game. What about the
2: back-to-back false starts on that last drive? Mm. For the Giants, back-to-back. They did laps. That was a big thing. Joe Judge setting the tone. What a stickler. Belichick disciple. Look at the... Attention to detail. That's the words I was looking for.
1: I mean, what are they going to do today? Oklahoma drills? Are they going to go full Dan Campbell and just run Oklahoma drills? Because you know what's cry. If Joe Judge ran Oklahoma drills, Giants
2: fans would love it.
1: Like, yeah, that's punishment.
2: Us. We're gonna fight. Big Blue is back. I mean, I like this voice. I might do it from now
1: on. Are Giants fans into
2: Joe Judge? Yes, because he's a meatball. Yes, and because he's that. No nonsense, no hippity hop at practice. Yeah, God, how's that gone for you?
1: Like seriously, how's that gone for you? You have a quarterback who can't make any, any facial expression except bored. You have a general do you think manager. He is bored,
2: or do you think that's just
1: his face? I think that's just his face. I think he has a bored face. The board rest of him is excited, but he has he's bored face. There it is. We got the bored face nickname. versus Heiney face last night. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man! Uh, but when you lose in a shootout to Taylor Heineke, who throws an interception with just over two minutes left, with the lead, and you lose to him,
2: it's time to have serious thoughts about the makeup of your team. If you're the Washington football team, I almost said the R word, if you're the Washington football team, do you stay with the Heiney man? Well, I don't think you have a choice right now. I still think that team's good enough where you go get a cam, although I do think their defense is slightly overrated. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. people are talking about them like they're the best defense in the league. Chase
1: Young still gets washed down too often uh, against the run. Like, uh, Saquon got free a couple times last night because Chase Young was just completely washed off. The yeah, ball. he commits to where
2: he's going, yeah. and then the lineman can just take him there. If he's not rushing the passer, he's a little bit of a liability. And their back seven isn't that great. No, I, I, actually, I actually think they miss Jimmy Moreland. From Royal Palm Beach in the in the slot, I, I think that's a piece of their defense that's missing right now. I but
1: I, I I think for now you go with Heineke. I mean,
2: listen, he didn't hurt him in the playoffs last
1: year. He was the big reason they were sparked to victory last night. If you can hold out, no one else is going to get Cam right now. You can keep Cam in your back pocket just in case, but you
2: might as well ride with Taylor Heineke right now. Did you hear what the Heiney man said post game? <laughs>
1: no, what did he? say? He said,
2: said he and your boy Fitzmagic may be a little upset. They asked him like, "Do you think this earns you to be your team the rest of the year?" And he's like, "I think so. I think it should be." I was like, "Uh oh, well, Ryan's not going to be happy. Ryan. Someone needs to sit him down and have a long talk with old Ryan." Ryan, your hip is busted.
1: Okay, it's not you. It's your hip. Okay. How about if that,
2: oh, but hey, I was told I'm the quarterback. How about if that rumor of him getting hurt on a slip and slide is true? Did you see any of that? A caller I called in and that. said that he really hurt himself before the game on a slip and slide, and no one can tell if it's true or not. Well, that's like when I was covering the Dolphins, David Garrard, right before the Dolphins' final preseason game,
1: and he was going to be the starter in uh, I, thought he was I think it be was two thousand and eleven. He was swimming with his kids and ended up hurting his shoulder and was done for the year. The 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 day of the final preseason game. Definitely throwing
2: his kids in the air. Yeah. Anyone who has kids is, in the pool. You, that one handed yeah. hand on the tuckus, throw them as high as you can because yep. it's for your own enjoyment, their fear. There is no doubt. That's the move. Uh so What
1: was the last loss that made you lose sleep? 888 760 3776, 888 760. 3776. We're on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. Uh at Real Coach K on Twitter. Uh Coquel, he uh, got his 3, Mr. five. Three thousand, yeah. thank you. How'd that
2: go for you after the fact, by the way? Well, a couple of you uh fake fans out there dropped off pretty quick after the show. <laughs> but we're still over three thousand.
1: And then me on Twitter, I am at KLV1063. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel is brought to you by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. I do want to tell you about Stormhouse Brewing. In mm. North Palm Beach, Stormhouse is where you should be this weekend for college football, for the NFL, to drink craft beer, and to eat off of their in-house menu. No, but, but but I was going to say plates. <laughs> but can a craft well eat off their plates as well? I mean, don't eat off the table. Not that they're not clean, but act like a human being, okay? Uh, but. Uh, you may be wondering, but can a craft brewery with a with a menu? What are you talking about? That doesn't exist. Ah, contraire, my friend, oh. it does exist at Stormhouse Brewing. That's right; it's a craft brewery with a menu. You don't need to hit up Uber Eats. You don't need to eat beforehand. You don't need to walk across the street and get something like you do at every other craft brewery in this area. Instead, you can just sit at the table like an actual functional restaurant that has a master brewer. Who brews beers on site, who is trained in Germany, drink his delicious beers and eat off of their delicious menu. May I suggest, as a starter, the pierogies? Mm. Don't overdo it because they're heavy and you want to eat their delicious entrees, but the pierogies, for me, that's always where I'm starting the, at oh, Stormhouse. No,
2: Berlin. you start there. They're great, but the bang bang shrimp. That's the way to kick yeah, off your you're meal. You're a huge fan of the bang bang shrimp.
1: So this is Stormhouse Brewing, North Palm Beach, U.S. One a half mile south of PGA Boulevard in the Crystal Cove Commons. They have huge flat screen TVs, indoor and outdoor seating. They've got all the sports on, starting with Premier League soccer Saturday mornings, going to college football Sunday, Premier League soccer into the NFL Monday night football. They've got the
2: whole thing covered. Have you tried their drunken muscles? I did not. I Their drunken muscles with the lobster sauce while you drink and get your own drunken muscles on, <laughs> that's the ticket. That's the key. That's the
1: key right there. Speaking of tickets, you can get yourself a ticket to the Dolphins and the Colts October 3rd. Uh, this is their game day experience at Stormhouse Brewing. For one hundred and twenty five dollars, you get to drink and eat before you go to the game. Well, that's
2: a good deal. You get to drink for one hundred. I no, like that. You get deal. to
1: drink and eat once you get to the tailgate at Hard oh, Rock Stadium. Okay, but then you got to buy your own ticket. No, no, no. You get a a ticket to the game, and then uh, you get food and drink when you get back to Stormhouse Brewing. Gotcha. After but the you got to get
2: your own transportation. No, no, there, no, no. So no. There's, a a, there's a bus. There's a bus. How there's, much is the bus take? Uh Nothing. Wait, it, nope. all that
1: is yep. in the 125? It's all in the 125. Ah. No additional payments. So, again, check that out. Go to stormhousebrewing.com. Check out the game day experience. Dolphins Colts, October 3rd. That's stormhousebrewing, stormhousebrewing.com. U.S. 1, Crystal Cove Commons, a half mile south of PGA Boulevard in North Palm Beach. When we return, after seeing what the hiney man, as Coquel calls him, did last night, and after seeing what Boardface did last night, Daniel Jones... Who is actually the second best quarterback in the NFC East? He's Coquel I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 1063.
0: From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Here's Ken Lavica.
1: Where is Eddie Vedder? Seattle. When does he come in here?
2: Soon. Give it a chance. You, you just play. complained at me to wait until Eddie Vedder yeah. comes in. Give him build the build the momentum. Hold on. It's coming. I think. Jesus God, man. Ah, oh, voice of an angel. It taken. There, is that enough of Eddie? No. We're going to listen to the whole new. Wait till Monday. His new album drops on the nineteenth. Eddie Vedder solo
1: album. Eddie Vedder, noted Cubs fan, so I have no desire to let him continue to sing here. He may actually come on the show. There's a chance. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can't even. <laughs> we had a guest lined up for today, and that didn't happen. Where is it? Oh no, Eddie's going to be on home. Dude. Oh, got it. Uh, Ken Levine live featuring Coquel.
2: You can uh, just subscribe. a guy named Eddie. <laughs>
1: you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. It's free. Get it right to your tablet. It's just easy. And it's good old-fashioned harmless fun. Okay? Ken LeVick Alive featuring Coquel Podcast. Again, wherever you get your podcast, And it is damned free. Ken LeVick Alive presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Real quick because I, uh, I'm trying to look out for you. There's a lot of guys listening right now that... Uh, they're they're just not performing in the bedroom like they used to. We're getting up there. I'm 37 years old. Coquel's into his 40s. Whoa! Whoa!
2: Uh, don't I, give out my personal information. I'm just uh,
1: <laughs> after you gave out your phone number. Six three one four three. Stop doing that. Six two one seven. I'm telling you, don't trust anybody. But trust me when I give you this message about True Freedom Therapy, okay?
2: Because I did go but through. Now that they know I'm connected to true freedom therapy i want to give out my phone number you know what
1: i'm saying the fda approved soft wave therapy Uh, i went through 15 minute sessions this is designed to help erectile dysfunction it's designed to even if you're not suffering from ed give you a little bit of a tune-up this is possible and it's possible to do without the pills it's possible to do without the shots the side effects that all of those things present potentially No, no no these are these are sound waves 15-minute session, what it does is this is applied to that area that's affected, that's afflicted, and it opens up the blood vessels. It dilates the blood vessels. That allows the blood flow. Ken, that seems so simple. Uh, how How does that cure ED? That's what ED is. When you lose blood flow to that area and you can't perform anymore and you can't get yourself ready to go anymore, true freedom therapy. Get your free consultation. Josh will give it to you up in Palm Beach Gardens. They are great over there. And they're not going to speak all scientific to you. They're actually going to let you know what's going on and what they do. And, again, this is FDA approved. TrueFreedomTherapy.com. TrueFreedomTherapy.com. It's not just for ED. It's for chronic pain as well. It's for you weekend warriors that have joint pain couple of 15-minute sessions can help you. That's TrueFreedomTherapy.com. TrueFreedomTherapy.com. I talk about it because I have gotten the soft wave therapy. True Freedom Therapy. TrueFreedomTherapy.com. I uh, want to uh, issue a uh, correction here, and I do mm. really appreciate Chris Lemley on Twitter uh, for uh, for uh, correcting me that a 10K is 6.2 miles, not 6.1 well done, Chris, and you're correct. <sighs> now, me personally, when I'm running a 10k, I always give that eff- extra effort and put in like 6.6, 6.7. So it doesn't matter. I know that I'm blowing it out of the park. Uh, but yes, for those of you scoring at home who want to run a 10k, it's 6.2 miles. So
2: that's what you ran. That's what they took the time to correct you instead of six point. The tenth of a mile.
1: No, but but, but he's right. He's right. Uh, that that is a that is a 10k. Six point two. Who cares? Well, it it matters if you are actually racing competitively
2: or want to start timing yourself. Psst. What's his name, Chris? Yeah, hey, Chris. I'm not racing competi- competitively or speaking competitively. Apparently, no. like really, that's what we're doing. Uh, Chris, a also a tenth of a mile. No, I don't want to hear from Chris. Chris also. I've met a Chris I liked. He
1: uh, he added that the '98 NFC Championship is when he lost sleep after a loss, to beating the Packers, followed by fourth and 28 against Philadelphia. Oof. I watched that in the St. Louis Airport. By the way, the St. Louis Airport, one of the bottom ten in the United States. Hey,
2: Chris, how's Aaron Rodgers doing?
1: <laughs> the Packers, by the way, like I said yesterday, in Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, Red Light, Green Light, the Lions are in for a world of hurt on Monday.
2: Night. Lions win. That's my capsule of the day. Yeah, I think that's a big no. Uh, I wanna. I, wanna I ca- said it's a capsule. You don't
1: Which one's the, capsule. Which one's the season long? The vault. Oh, that's the volt, right? Um, I want to talk about who the second best quarterback in the NFC East is now after last night, because we know Dak. Dak by top far guy. number one. Yeah. It's not even nobody's even in his solar system. Okay? I would say. Oh, go ahead. So you've got Jalen Hurts. Yeah. You've got uh, Boardface. Face. Board Daniel, face Jones. Daniel Jones. heine, heine Man.
2: heine Heiney Face. I think he's the Heiney man now. All right, fine, Heiney man. Uh, he Taylor was Heiney face at one point, but after that throw he threw to Seals Jones. That was awesome. He, he's the Heiney man now.
1: I mean, he didn't have anything there and just decided, you know what, bleep
2: it. And he, threw a... I mean, that was an absolute dime where only Ricky Seals Jones That's the it. brilliant part of that throw is it's okay if, if his receiver doesn't come down with it, no harm, no foul.
1: Can I be honest with you, too? I... Um, and I hate that I'm about to say this. My first thought after that touchdown, after I... Th- I said to myself, holy bleep, that was amazing. Was I'm not sure Tua could do that. He could put that much velocity on a throw mm. or throw the ball 30 yards. It like defies everything I fought for for months. But I don't like to say that Taylor Heineke could do
2: something better than Tua and would have the guts to do that more than Tua. That hurt. But that's the difference though. The Heine man's going to take chances where Ragarm is going to just dump <laughs> it off underneath. <laughs> Tua is not going to take shots like that. But if, as long as you uh. sculpt your team around Ragarm and you throw just underneath mm-hmm. these stuff and maybe get Jacecki involved next week, you'll be okay. You know what I really enjoy
1: is the fact that we are using all of our in-home nicknames now for everything that anybody who is tuned into the show for the first time has no clue who we're talking no,
2: about. Oh, we don't watch you anyway.
1: <laughs> we need, no, we, we need, do stay. We need like a a, a key here to make sure everybody can follow who Ragarm is and who Boardface is. I mean is. anyone
2: who's watched the Dolphins play and watched Tua throw <laughs> knows who Ragarm is. You know
1: who's not going to help or what's not going to help, I guess who as well. Will Fuller is out with personal reasons. He will not be playing against Buffalo. So your desire to see Tua start hooking up with Will Fuller, not going to happen this week. Raising. On the field. Um, all right. So let's talk about the second best quarterback in the NFC East. I think It's Jalen Hurts, but, man, am I going with a small sample size. I think it's Jalen Hurts, but he has, like,
2: three games under his belt. If you asked me yesterday, I would have told you Daniel Jones is the worst quarterback in the league, in that division. Excuse me, not the league. After yesterday, I think Daniel Jones is just in a rough spot with the Giants. He has a lot of the tools you need. So you think he's the second-best quarterback behind Dak in the NFC East? Like, all things considered,
1: complete package. Forget, like, the team... Forget the situation. You think intangibles, board face, is number
2: two. Yeah, I'd have to see more out of, out of Jalen Hurts. I don't know what Jalen Hurts is yet. He <laughs> confuses me.
1: Who's the second-best quarterback in the NFC East behind Dak Prescott? 888 760 Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. And maybe I'm just getting too caught up in what they did against Atlanta last week. But Jalen Hurts did last year. As soon as he saw action, he took risks. He made strong throws. He looked poised. Like Daniel Jones looks the part, but Daniel Jones has had more than enough time to perform the part. And all he's gotten are excuses. Why did he not do this? Ah, the offensive line. Why did he not do this? Ah, Saquon Barkley's hurt. If you need the fact that he didn't have his running back Behind him as a reason for why he can't succeed in this modern day NFL, that's a red flag. I mean, who is he throwing that's to? Problematic. Too. Yeah, that doesn't help. That doesn't
2: help. Absolutely. But it, he also there's only a few quarterbacks who can win without weapons mm-hmm. in like the history of the league, and I think we undervalue how important those weapons are to what we think the quarterback is.
1: But do you think Daniel Jones, if he had Dak Prescott's weapons, He'd he would be, be good? You think he'd be pretty Dak's good? Dak's got some of the best weapons he'd be in the average. league. But I think Dak is a quarterback who can win without weapons.
2: Yeah, Dak's got that special intangible where he can create things for the other people. Yeah. But Daniel Jones, you give him Amari Cooper, you give him CeeDee Lamb, you give him Zeke. like You have some weapons there in Dallas that he can throw to that can create separation.
1: I just feel like Daniel Jones, outside of his first two games where the New York media decided he was the... he was Danny Dimes? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that was such a vast overreaction, just like Sam Darnold was a vast overreaction when he won that Monday night game in Detroit. I, I, this is what they do in New York, is you have a or two good games, and then you're declared... The franchise quarterback, and it's detrimental.
2: Speaking of that, you see that throw in the fourth quarter when the game was out of reach by Zach Wilson. Oh, He <laughs> is going to be good. Get the gold jacket ready for babyface. Why, um, why isn't Zach Wilson getting the love that Mac
1: Jones is? Because Mac Jones is definitely the uh, the the toast of uh, rookie football right now because of Belichick. And because Boston wants their Brady back. No, you're probably right. Who's the second-best quarterback in the NFC East? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. I think Jalen Hurts. I think that he is capable of, if you're using the standard, uh, and and I, I kind of like where Coquel went with this, you can still win without weapons. Like Jalen Hurts, he's still unproven, yes, but do I think he can create because he's so mobile and because he is so tricky to take down and he's so hard to game plan for, he can succeed without weapons? Yeah. Because
2: I think he makes good decisions with the ball. I think Daniel Jones's face is actually hurting him in this conversation. And I'm not even trying to be funny. Because if he made <laughs> this the should be good. if he made the expressions and acted like a Baker Mayfield, the league would love him he's for his running fiery. He's fired up. Exactly. But instead he makes those big runs and then just stands there like Eli and it just doesn't compute into being good. Where if he got up, pumped his fist, and had a headband on and did some wacky Baker Mayfield-type expressions, I think people would like him. I think his face is holding him back in the court of public opinion. (laughs) I'm going to write that down, Coquel. I think
1: his (laughs) face... face is holding him back i'm gonna go ahead and tweet that as well i think his face is holding him you don't back. think so that is your scouting report on daniel jones no i think the fact that daniel jones has been unable to win football games and has largely looked like a statue and has been fairly inaccurate and has not been able to in any way overcome any of the setbacks that have been put in front of him that probably There's is that. a little more problematic his face. than his face <laughs> 888 760 3776. 888 760. There's no one listening after the conversation. 6 It's Ken Levick Alive featuring CoCal. Uh, you're going to be busy on Sunday, Coquel.
2: Next Sunday, I will. That oh, is next correct, Sunday. Ken. Not this Sunday. Next Every Sunday. Every last Sunday of the month, I am at the Palm Beach Kennel Club for the sports card show. The Palm Beach Kennel Club, your entertainment destination with no limit poker, table game, super simulcast, exceptional dining. And exciting events like that sports card and memorabilia show with myself and J-Mart. The last Sunday of every month, catch all the big games. 500 TVs. And don't forget, they have the Sunday NFL ticket. For more info, go to pbkennelclub.com and come join the endless fun at PBKC. But more importantly, even more exciting, Ken, than me and Mm -hmm. J-Mart. Like, think about that. Something that's more exciting than Coquel and J-Mart paired together. Uh Uh-huh. The, their comedy season kicks off on September 23rd. Get your tickets now because the hilarious Nick DiPaolo will be in the paddock. For tickets and info, go to pbkettleclub.com. And again, join the endless fun at pbkc, pbkettleclub.com.
1: When we return, Hard Knocks is coming back in the NFL yeah! season. What is the team? I'll tell you next. He's Coquel, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
0: It's Ken LaVeca live on ESPN 106.3, presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken and Coquel. My life be like, ooh, wow. yeah, My life be like.
1: is back. We're going to have an in-season edition. What's the team? Let the suspense wash over you. That's a tease. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. That's me. Yep, that's you. Uh, We are still getting some entries at ESPN West Palm. We originally asked the onset of the show, when's the last time a loss caused you to lose sleep? Because I cannot imagine... That there were many Giants fans who slept particularly well last night after that loss. There were so many inexplicable moments over that. And in the end of that game, the Giants had no business losing that one. Uh, So uh, let's go back to Twitter. David Reynolds tweets the 1980 Pinewood Derby. Mm, That was a good one. Were you a Boy Scout? No. I was for a long time. And then I quit just short of Eagle Scout. Which is sort of the microcosm of my life. That's sort of how eventually I would turn out. Like doing good things up until it was time to actually follow through on something.
2: Did you like the Boy Scouts?
1: For a while. And then once I got into high school, I found it embarrassing to be wearing the Boy Scout uniform out in public. I was that kid. You had to wear it in high school to become an Eagle Scout? To No, not at high school, but during, if we were on like a a Boy Scout sanctioned trip. Say you like go into a gas station or you're like bowling or something, you would have to wear it, yeah. Yeah, I'd quit too. <laughs> so I decided I didn't want to do it anymore. But I uh, did plenty of Pinewood Derbies, and one year I never had a good Pinewood Derby car. I wasn't very. What functional. is the Pinewood Derby? Pinewood Derby is a piece of pinewood. They, they you get a block, okay, and it comes with tires, like little tiny tires and axles and weights. And so you have to carve this thing down into a functional car. You can't just erase the box. Like uh, you have to like the block of wood. You you make it try to make it as aerodynamic as you can. Do you actually uh, like
2: carve the wood.
1: Yeah, yeah, you carve it, you sand it, you do all that stuff. Uh, you put the weights in where you think they're going to your they're going to make your car fastest because it goes down this like this this inclined track, right? Or decline track, I should say. I was going to say, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I never was able to find the right way to, to get my Pinewood Derby car to be fast. Uh, it, it's one of the great disappointments of my life. And, and there's to, been many. Yeah, there's <laughs> been tons of them. You have to weigh it. You have to weigh it too. It has to fit a certain criteria of weight. So you can't just like put ball bearings in this thing and send it down the track. That's illegal. A little motor on the back but of it. But there's also best design. There's a best design award. So if you don't place one, two, three, you can still get a best design award. And twice I won best designed Pinewood Derby car to uh to make sure that the disappointment dissipated Is that from like me losing. Participation trophy. No, 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 because only one kid got it. And so one year, I put feathers on the Pinewood Derby car, painted it white, and put a beak on You're it. You're such a dork. <laughs> and it was a swan, and I won. I you won. made a
2: swan I car? Made a swan Why? Pinewood Derby car. Well, I would, I, I Why not? It got me a trophy. I don't care about hard knocks. I want to get into this Boy Scout thing. What was your favorite badge? Now, by the way, it's the Indianapolis Colts who won hard knocks. What? <laughs> what was this badge? Like, what's your favorite badge? Did you ever learn anything that you actually I got a use? lot of merit
1: badges. Obviously,
2: uh, they give them out like, like it's nothing. They don't.
1: You have to work for it, dude.
2: You weren't a, how long were you in Boy Scout? I was never. I was cool.
1: Yeah, so stop talking about things you have no idea about. I wasn't about.
2: a nerd. I mean, so weirdly, what badge did you use in life? Um, canoeing, uh Cooking? Merit badge? Uh, there's you, a what, of what did you learn how to cook that you've used that in life? Do you make some fried beans (laughs) for dinner for your kids? Like, come on. Get out of here with your badges. Oh, man. Are you going to judge me because I don't have enough badges? Boy Scout, I did
1: a lot of community service, and I stopped just short. I stopped as a Life Scout, just shy of the Eagle Scout because I didn't feel like doing a a community service project. You have to organize a whole community service project. I was like, ah, this is too much time. I'd rather go to the movies. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. So that's how that ended. That's how that ended. But... It was very enriching, and one of the crowning achievements of my young life was the best-designed Pinewood Derby car
2: that was a swan. It makes you feel better, Ken. I made similar life decisions as you. I had to go to Catholic school or like um, religion classes my whole life going mm-hmm. up. I made it all the way to confirmation, and that year I decided to go to two Islander Ranger games and didn't make my confirmation. <laughs> so I'm going to hell because the Islanders and Rangers played on a Thursday.
1: Uh, can we get the uh, cheap uh, cash register... Sound effect, please, uh, because it is time for Florida cash homebuyers cashing in. Just let me know when you're ready. It's going to be a while because I didn't know you wanted this. Cool. cool. Yeah, I didn't communicate it to you. So uh, uh, cashing in, this is our look at the monetary side of sports every single week here on Ken LeVick Alive. And typically we have a cash register sound effect that brings us into this segment and uh, we do not have it at our disposal right now and we're going to give a stern talking to to the person who is in charge of that sound effect uh let's go to soccer by the way juventus says they want to keep the super league dreams alive in european soccer they're one of only two teams that say no this is going to work after everybody else bailed on them they announced that they lost Nearly $246.3 million last year. There we go. That's like the anti-cha-ching. That's like, uh, I don't know, the the Price is Right loss sound effect. But they lost $246.3 million last year. So not helping Juventus, which is far and away the most popular side, the most popular soccer club in Italy, is that they also lost Cristiano Ronaldo. To Manchester United because they needed to recoup some funds. So, them in Barcelona, Juventus in Barcelona, two teams, by the way, that still think that the Super League is a good idea. The reason they still think that the Super League is a good idea is because they are hemorrhaging money right now, and they need the Super League, and they need the shared funds, and all of the television rights money and the revenue from that to help put them in a situation where they're no longer worried about bankruptcy. That is Juventus. Again, Juventus, one of the most successful clubs in the world, announcing they have lost almost 250 million dollars in the past year and oh yeah their most marketable player is now at manchester united cristiano ronaldo it is some tough stuff right now for uh, for juventus football club and tough stuff for some of the biggest most popular clubs in the history of international soccer and that is cashing in brought to you by Florida Cash Home Buyers. Uh here's the number. 561-570-7070. 561-570-7070 and why, you ask, should I call Florida Cash Home Buyers? Well, if you're looking to sell your home the easy way, Florida Cash Home Buyers will buy your cash in any, uh, buy your home in any condition or situation for straight-up American cash. Selling your home to Florida Cash Home Buyers, it's fast and easy. No need to have a bunch of strangers walking through your house. That part really sucks. Florida Cash Home Buyers buy properties as is. No need to make repairs or clean it up. They can save you thousands on commissions and closing costs since there are no realtors involved. You can get rid of that middle person. Florida cash home buyers can pay a cash advance before the closing. How convenient is that? They've been in business since 2011. They've helped hundreds of homeowners sell their homes quickly and easily. They're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. They have over 100 great online reviews. You can see them. Just Google Florida Cash Home Buyers. They buy inherited houses, damaged houses, properties with bad tenants, liens and violations, but they also buy nice homes as well. And they don't need to visit your house. They can do everything over the phone. Florida Cash Home Buyers, 561-570-7070. It's a wild real estate market. Take advantage, get cash in advance, 561-570-7070, Florida Cash Home Buyers. Do we want to ride it out to the end here, Coke? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and actually give you what's, uh, what's on tap this weekend, brought to you by Stormhouse Brewing. Let's tell you what to expect this weekend. What's
0: on tap is brought to you by Stormhouse Brewing. All right. Stormhouse Brewing is a South Florida-inspired brew pub focusing on great beers, tasty food, and creating a unique atmosphere for all to enjoy.
2: I am never going to get that, am I? I would have thought my two hands held out giving the universal third base coach stop sign <laughs> would have stopped
1: you, but I am never, ever, ever going to get that. Uh, hopefully Miami can get it together. The 24th-ranked Hurricanes host Michigan State tomorrow noon at Hard Rock Stadium. That is on ABC But you should go see it at Greenway Keel. Or you should go see it at Stormhouse Brewing, I should say, at Greenway Kia on the my- Why don't you pop into Greenway Kia in the morning and then take head your over new to car to Stormhouse? Brewing. Take your new Kia to Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach, U.S. one half mile south of PGA Boulevard in the Crystal Cove Commons. They're going to have the game on for sure. Twenty-fourth ranked Canes and Michigan
2: State. And after that red-hot win, go home and settle in in your EDS <laughs> air-conditioned house. Yeah, exactly. Because they're a train that you bought specialist. from Florida. Kansas,
1: <laughs> it's hard to stop the train. We are officially nascar uh by the way uh monday or sunday i should say it's the uh, dolphins and the bills the fins are without will fuller again that's a one o'clock kickoff that is here on your home for dolphins football in palm beach county and the treasure coast espn 1063 now, let me tell you about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. If you wanted to pop in there before you went to Stormhouse Brewing, just in case, just in case I maybe spurred an idea for you, you can bring your new Kia, like Coquel said, right up there to, uh, to Stormhouse Brewing. It is a half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport on Military Trail in West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. Beautiful car. Every single time I go to Stormhouse Brewing, I'm going in the Kia K5 GT that I got from Greenway Kia. West Palm Beach, the staff over there, they are absolutely fantastic and they are trustworthy and they are working their behinds
2: off for you as well. What I love about them is someone who's had credit issues in the past, you don't Mm -hmm. have to be scared to show them your credit there. I had a dealership in our area text me saying I wasn't approved. Didn't even really? call me, didn't invite me, and in. they just text me. Yeah. Not
1: at Greenway Kia. That's such a different, different experience at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, where George has told me over there, the guy who helped me get uh, put me in my Kia K5 GT, I've literally called 70 creditors to try and find one of our customers, one of our uh, Greenway Kia West Palm Beach family, the financing, the right financing for a car that worked. Like That's big time. That's going above and beyond, and that's what they do at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Uh, make sure to uh, go online, check out their selection, Greenway Kia West Palm Beach beach.com that's greenway kia west palm beach.com uh so it it is the colts on hard knocks hbo has announced there's going to be an in-season hard knocks that's going to start i believe in october other than carson wentz is it november other than carson wentz and me openly rooting against him what is there about the colts where you're like ah yeah that's that's going to be awesome
2: I don't know. All I thought about right away was if Marvin Harrison was still on the team, getting a behind the scenes look. Oh boy,
1: that would um,
2: you know, forget the team. Like, right, that'd be, how about his like? That'd be a
1: killer performance. Everyday life, oh, <laughs> speculatively so. Yes, it, it would be, as you put it, a killer performance. And you
2: think calls you are like, oh, Peyton Manning, Edge, Marvin Harrison. No, you got uh, Carson Wentz and whoever else is on the uh-huh. team. Like it's it's gonna be Carson Wentz,
1: and it's all gonna be all about him not being vaccinated. That's what
2: it's going to be about, and they're going to show you nothing. Mm-hmm. I hate to do it to Hard Knocks because I I wanted to love Hard Knocks more than anything, but with each year, you've gotten less and less access, and the team controls more and more. This Cowboys, you watch the Cowboys one this year? Yeah. Like the How first is- episode was just it was like an infomercial for yeah. the new stadium. They somehow it's been ten minutes on a drone going right. through the stadium. The Cowboys who
1: give unlimited access and somehow Hard Knocks this was the most boring Hard Knocks season. It's becoming it's gotten played out teams know how to make it propaganda for themselves. Just, now, and HBO is perfectly fine with that. Just get into the football part, and I think more
2: people, like I know they try to narrow it, I broaden it out for every fan. You're hard knocks behind the scene of an NFL team. Mm-hmm. Just get into the like I would love in the meeting rooms. It's a couple weeks after the, you know, the games are played. You can give out some of that information.
1: Yeah. But that's why Hard Knocks is tired and you know what's big time now is Formula 1 Drive to Survive on Netflix. That is the new sports documentary giving you the best behind-the-scenes action. Just telling you. Are they a okay. partner?
2: Because why else are we talking about Formula 1 anything?
1: Because it's awesome, and it's a must-watch if you're a sports fan. If you're a dope, you don't watch it. We'll talk to you on Monday. I'm the dope. Go Dolphins. He is the dope co I'm Ken Lavica. We've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.